And welcome back in Stripe Show Podcast. Thank you for making us part of your day. Special edition here on the Stripe Show Podcast with uh, a guy that really needs no introduction. One of the one of the greats here, Darius Rucker. Darius, thank you for uh, joining me here on the podcast. Hello, thanks for having me. Thank so, you. So you know, we just had the Masters, and uh, I know you do an event. It's called Monday After the Masters, yeah. and you've done it every year. 26 years, 27 years. 27 yeah. years. Yeah. So let's just make this. This is Wednesday after the Masters. Is that cool here on the Stripe Absolutely. Show? Absolutely. Wednesday, that. Wednesday on the, after the Masters. That's when I'm this is going to air. All right. I like that. So next year, though, they're going to be back in April. Is it all set for the following year? Yeah, I think we'll do it. I mean, it's such a such a staple of, of the year for South Carolina, okay. you know, Myrtle Beach and everything. So I'm sure we'll do it again next year. Do you watch, uh, you get to watch the tournament? Yeah, Masters? I did. I watched a lot of the Masters this year. It was, uh, it went the way I thought it, would be, it was going to go. I've been saying, I was saying it about three or four weeks out. You know, Dustin's playing his best. I don't think anybody can be, and knowing him and being friends with him and knowing how much Augusta meant, means to him. Yeah. And, and you know, and his brother, who also is a real good friend of mine, and, and knowing how much it meant to them that if he could, he was going to play his A game, and they were going to have to beat him. And when he's on his A game, I don't think anybody can beat him right now. Yeah, I said coming in, I was like, we're kind of forgetting about Dustin Johnson here. I mean, I know he had two weeks there with COVID. Yeah, right. And then Bryson, and you know, he was dominating the headlines. Yeah. And and then you know, you look at the betting favorites, and Dustin's down there in number five. I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm like, Dustin Johnson's the best player in the world. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's figured out how to play Augusta. Yeah, hey man, did he ever? He like, just, you know, and people say he had two weeks off for COVID. You know, he had two weeks sitting in his hitting room hitting balls, <laughs> <That's it>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and practice his putting, putting in his backyard on the fast on the Augusta side of his green that he's got. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, it was, you know, and he, like you said, he's the best player in the world, and I know how much he wanted it, and it was yeah. the one that was eluding him. Yeah, he grew up. Just about an hour away, right? Yeah, just right down the Absolutely, road. Absolutely, man, right down the road. He's a, he's one of, you know one of the prides of South Carolina. Yeah, it was a cool story too. They were telling when he was young, they were saying that he had a couple chances to play Augusta, and he didn't go because he said that when I'm when I earn the right to play Augusta is when I'll play Augusta. Yeah, that's cool. yeah. That was a pretty neat story. As a young kid, I'm like, I'm in. I'm, I'm yeah. going to Augusta National. So he, he turned a couple that he turned it down a couple times. It's so funny that you say that because uh, my my kid, I, I wanted to take him to Augusta, and he said, "Dad, I don't want to go." And I was like, "Why would you want to go?" He's like, well, "I haven't really earned my." He's like, "I'm not. I don't want to go. I don't want to play. I don't. Wanna, I haven't earned my right to play it." And you know, his mom and I we yell at him and say, "You have to go." And he goes and he plays it. And now, like he just never wants to play it again until he's out, he earns it. And he's like, and he always wow. says. He always says, I don't remember anything about it because I didn't think, feel like I should be out there. And I was like, wow, go kid. How's he, he can play. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's getting better and better. He? He's 16, getting better and better. Nice. Yeah. How's your game right now? I know you play, what, you're like, a, you're like a three, right? I'm a five, I'm like a five or something. But I'm not okay. playing, too. You know, I'm a five because this handicap system is whack. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm a five, man. I'm bringing back old, old words. I'm bringing back whack. The handicap system is whack. Because I'm like putting in 85s and 84s and 83s, and then you drop 174. You play well one day, and you're a five. You know, and that stays in there forever. And, man, and then you go out and shoot 84 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with a five and lose money. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it doesn't make any sense. No. It's like, no. how do I go from a five to a 5.2? Yeah. When I've just posted yeah. 
a, you know, yeah. a couple 84s and an 86. And yeah, yeah. that's crazy, man. I, I, I mean, my next one, when I'm done, you know, singing, I've decided now, just now what I'm going to do, and I'm yeah. going to get on the committee. That's who's the handicap committee, <laughs> and I'm gonna somehow become the chairman yeah. and fix this. Well, they could probably I should be. I should really be like a twelve. Yeah. <laughs> I should be like a twelve. They could use you. They could probably yeah. use you at the USGA. Yeah, that's they my job. Some... That's, I'm gonna be head of the USGA. That's yeah. my two, That's my next job. No, I'm just the handicap committee. I don't get crazy. <laughs> how, how long you been doing this, Darius? Oh, how long wow. you been on the road singing and putting oh, the blowfish goodness. to Darius Rucker? Thirty-five years. Thirty-five years. Yeah, since I was nineteen. How much? How much longer do you think before? It... I'm gonna do this country music thing until they stop playing me. Yeah. I'll tell you that. I mean, you know, I'm loving it. Are you? I'm loving every part of it and loving being part of the community and loving the records I'm making. And, and, and so I'm gonna do that. But there's a couple other things I wanna do outside of, of country and musically, I'll probably do at some point. But I don't think I'll ever stop playing. Yeah. You know? How'd that, how'd that song do? I think it was called Wagon Wheel. How, how'd that one work out for you? You know, that song, I wish, I wish more people had gotten to hear that song. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, funny. Yeah, that one. Yeah, right. yeah. that one worked out all right, right? Yeah, it was mm. crazy. I did it on such a whim, <laughs> and that one worked out okay for me. That one, yeah. So you travel around. You play a lot of golf. Yeah. Like what what parts of the country do you do you like to play golf in? What are you, what are some of your favorite spots? Oh, like I'm a member out here, Scottsdale okay. National. My son and I make at least one, usually two trips every year. Okay. Just come in, spend four days, and just play. Yeah. Nothing but golf, because this place... 45 holes here. Yeah, it's so mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah. You, got, you got all the golf you want. You know, it, it's really... We love it here. I love, you know... My, people always ask me what my favorite course is, and I say my first, my favorite three... My, my top three courses are Augusta, Augusta, and Augusta. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you played it? I play... I've, got, I've been fortunate. I, I do this charity event for... Usually, I've done it, I think, 12 of the last 15 years or something, and... uh I do it on Tuesday of uh, of Augusta week for their first tee. And there's some guys on the board that are members that are very very nice to me and go get me on a, a, once or twice. So I've got to play it a few times. And every time I play it, I swear it's like the first time I'm playing it. Yeah. What's your favorite hole? One. And I'll really? tell you why. My favorite hole is one. Because wow. every time I'm standing on one, and this happens every time, every time I'm standing on one, I can't believe <laughs> I'm playing Augusta National. Yeah. Every time I'm standing on one, I can't believe I'm here. Yeah. Golf course stood up pretty well, you know. I mean, it stood up. It really did. I mean, it was soft. It was soft, and DJ went to twenty, and then you know your second place is at fifteen. And then you go to thirteen. I mean, there wasn't many guys above thirteen. No, no. I mean, that's and what, it's soft as that's, that's what people look at. They look at like DJ score, you know, the next guy, and they think you know, well, well, that's you know, the course didn't do. It. That's crazy. Yeah, those guys just played. Their butts off because you, like you said, if you look at the other scores, it was yeah. Augusta. That's right. You know, what he went by five strokes. That's right. You know, yeah. he was Augusta by five strokes. Yeah. Usually we're sitting there on Sunday, you know, waiting for somebody to drop a bogey yeah. or somebody to make that miracle eagle from somewhere. You know, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not the people pulling for the other guys aren't pulling for doubles and triples because that's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I think it stood up nicely at two guys yeah, at 15, absolutely. two at 13. And it's, it, you know, and somebody asked me, you know, a few weeks ago, you know, you think it's going to be all the flowers and stuff going to be in bloom? And Augusta's like, do you know Augusta? Of course they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course they are. It's coming up. It's, you know what, we're, what is it, 143 days away and we're, we'll be back up there again. So, yeah, and it'll be the greatest place in golf. Yeah. And then we'll do Monday again. after the Masters, uh, 
after that. Yeah, I thought it stood up well. You've played with DJ before. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, you played friend. with DJ friend. friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So is he like, does he, does it take him literally like two seconds out of the cart and he hits it? I oh, mean, absolutely. Yeah. When you're playing like a scramble, just you're playing a bunch you know, with a bunch of buddies. Because, you yeah. know, usually, you know, we'll be playing from one up and he'll be playing from the tips. And, you know, you, you, you won't even know he hit. And it's yeah. gone. Yeah, it's not a lot of time. He, yeah. You know, he ain't sitting there thinking about. It. <laughs> there's a, there's a great so on the Masters website, right? You can go and you can watch every shot of every player. So you can go to the groups, and I can't remember who he was playing with on Friday, but he teed off before Dustin, and he hits it, and they're falling the ball in the air, and it comes down, and, and and it's a live audio, and the ball's rolling, and all of a sudden, bam, the next ball's in the air, <laughs> and it was Dustin hitting after yeah. him. That's how fast he hit it. That ball wasn't done rolling down number oh, two. Absolutely. Yet. <laughs> after that, great. I mean, and the thing is, he's not trying to play fast. That's just his tempo. Yeah. You know, he just wants to the ball. It. He's not out there trying to. He's not working on it or thinking about it. You know, this this is my swing. This Sony is what I got. Let's go do it. And he's just like wet. Look. Yeah. Pew. Let's go. Yeah, hit the ball. Let's move. You know, I love the guys that play like that. Brooks plays like that. Yeah. You know, I love the guys that play like that. Who else you like playing with? Who who your who some of your guys that you, uh, oh, you like to hang with? You know, with? Justin Thomas. I love Justin. Yeah. He's a great dude. Ricky yeah. Fowler. Yeah. I love Ricky. Uh, uh, you know, Tiger's my guy. Mm. You know, we we're we're, we're, we're real tight. Uh, yeah. That you, know, you hate to name anybody because there's so many guys out there. That are, you know, Pat Perez. Yeah, good friend of mine. I've known yeah. Pat for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just a bunch of guys out there that I've known and I got to play with and become friends with. And, yeah, you've played with a lot you know, of them. Snez. I played with Snez just the other day. Did you? Yeah, you know, just a, about a week ago. Nice. Yeah. I thought, you know, it's all it's all about reps with Tiger, of course, right? If he can practice, he, his back, he can practice, then he can get out there and play. You, it's it's still there, right? But when he can't practice, you know, and he can't get the reps, yeah. and he can't get the tournament reps, it's it's hard to compete. Absolutely. At the PGA yep. Tour. So you have a place in Charleston? Yes, I do. So when we go to Charleston, yes. where am I going to play? Oh, you're going to play at Bulls Bay for sure. Yeah. you got to play Bulls Bay. Uh, you got to play the Country Club of Charleston because, you know, we had that Women's Open a couple of years ago. That's a really great club. That looked great. You know, having a U.S. Women's Open, you know, yeah. that, wow. Golf course looked great. Uh, you know, you got Yeaman's Hall there, you know, consistently in the top mm -hmm. 60 in the country. Yeah. That's a great place. Uh, uh, then, of course, you got to go to Kiowa yeah. and play Cacique and mm. River and mm. Ocean. You know, these, I mean, that's the thing about Charleston. And I just named, what, six? And yeah. there's 20 more I can name that mm -hmm. I think you have to play. Well, hidden gems, right? Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a little golf mecca. It is. People don't, well, that's a lot. People know because there's a lot of folks coming there just to play golf. <laughs> 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 their lines saying people don't know. No, they know. Yeah, yeah. They just come play golf and leave. Okay. But I'm, <laughs> you know, we just move it. But uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a place with a lot of golf. You can get. I mean, you could play come there for you know a, a couple weeks and play some place new every day. Mm. You know, where, where am I gonna eat? You're gonna eat it if you can get in. Yeah, I always say that. I always I always say if you can get in, it's usually a two month wait. But uh, you can get in. It's a place called Fig, which is my favorite restaurant in the world. Really? Yeah. Fig. Yeah. Two yeah. month? I mean, for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you were with me, we're getting in tonight. <laughs> but, uh, if you were to call right now on the phone, they'd probably say it's a two month wait. Yeah. 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 I was but, like, wait, wait a minute. I, I need you to talk to somebody real quick. Darius, <laughs> <laughs> take that. <laughs> yeah. but, but that place is, uh, and, but then yeah. you got great places like T Bones, and, and you got the for seafood, you got, uh, you know, 
Pearls and all these other great places. Then you got Hall's Steakhouse down there that is the hangout place right in the middle of the town. So this restaurant, I always say this, and I mean this, we don't have the number of restaurants of like a New York, but if you talk about quality, we rival anywhere in the country. Really? Oh, yeah, we're a foodie town. Booking, I'm booking my trip right now. Come on. Right, three three nights, four rounds. Come on, absolutely. Okay, and then you and Fig, you you make calls. I will make a call for you. I'll, make, I'll get you at the bar. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll stand. I'll stand and eat right there in the corner. I don't need much. Man, I don't need much. You were bringing that uh, funny little, side of it. Just a little, clear, a little clear drink and a little corner there where I can, you know, just put my food down and off I, I go. I got you, man. <laughs> I got you. So. You're playing golf, a lot of pro-ams, right? More nerve-wracking, first tee, getting ready to hit a shot or walking out first song, sold-out crowd. Oh, because I'm nervous when you when I'm walking on stage. There's no doubt about it, but the most nervous I'm ever, ever, every year is playing the, excuse me, playing the Pebble Beach Pro-Am and standing on number one. Really? Oh, yeah. I, great story about it. I'm playing the, get there on, <laughs> I get there on Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm playing the... Uh, the celebrity shootout, me and Bill Mario partners, okay. and and so we're we're they let the press on the punting green and everything. We're talking so all the I'm probably giving five interviews, and every interview asks the same question, you know, like, are you nervous? Are you you know you're gonna, you know, on number one? I was like, yeah, I'm nervous. I'm gonna shank it and pull it and hit somebody <laughs> in the head. So we're going. So we're going, and I'm telling you, every reporter asks me this question. So we're walking up, you know, the back chute. Did you walk up to number one? And we're all walking up. And sure enough, I get up the top. There's another reporter. They interview me real quick. Ask me the same question. I say the same thing. I get up there, man. There's probably the gallery's full. It's a celebrity shootout. The gallery's full right there in long number one. You know, I get up there, man, and I hit it on hosel. And I'm trying to kill it. I hit it on hosel with a driver. And it goes straight left, and it's going right at the crowd. I mean, it's going right at the crowd on the left side, and it goes. I'm talking about if the last guy was six two, it went six two and a half, and it went right over the head, and it was dead silent. And then we hear it hit the fence, boom, mm. and so everybody laughs. We hear it hit the fence, and I'm freaked out. I'm like, I almost killed somebody. Freaked out, you know. We we go on, we finish the whole. So the next, about two days later, we're playing with Jim Furyk as my partner in the, mm-hmm. in the program, and we're playing Pebble. Mm-hmm. And we get to number one, and he had bought 300 hard hats. <laughs> and he had passed them out to everybody about <laughs> number one. And it was so <laughs> funny. I got uh-huh. number one, and it was perfect. I got to number one, and everybody just put their hard hat on. When uh-huh. I beat it up, it was hilarious. <laughs> it should probably calm you down. It, was, yeah. it, it made me laugh. Yeah. I, had a good, I had a decent shot that time, but yeah, it was pretty funny. That was how, one of the greatest pranks ever. It was great. How do you how do you handle the nerves? I mean, like, I mean, sold out crowd. Like you've been through it. Like you have been on the stage, doing it in front of millions of people. Yeah. How do you handle it? Is it just yeah. kind of like yeah. get out there? You know, I think on this when the, with the work and with the music, if I ever stop getting nervous, I should stop playing. Okay. Because it does it means it doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. I really feel like if I don't if I don't feel a little twang and a little nervous and a little okay, we gotta do this right before we go on, then it doesn't matter to me anymore. So I just deal with it. You go with it because mm-hmm. once you hit the first note. Hit the, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, let's do this. It's, yeah. There's no stopping now. Yeah. But, so that I think that's a good thing to be nervous because that means you really care. When you're playing and you're going through the songs and people are singing every single lyric of the song, yeah. I mean, that can be. I can only imagine yeah, how, gra- how only, only how gratifying that is, right, and how happy that's got to make you. But 
are you listening to the band and like little things like are there little things that you guys have worked on that you're picking up on that no one else would even notice right well, uh, yeah yeah i mean always you know like yeah. well, little, little, and and we're fun like when we do a big tour you know everybody's got a mic okay that only we can hear okay and so there's some funny shit that can go okay. on. <laughs> yeah. I always wonder about that. Yeah, there's yeah. some funny stuff yeah. that could go on. I always wonder about that. I mean, there's yeah. some really yeah. funny stuff being said sometimes. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, I, 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 the, most, the, only, the only thing I really hear, because with those headphones, okay. all you can really hear is the band and you and, you know, the crowd. You hear the crowd afterwards because, you know, they turn the, those microphones up and you can hear that. But doing the show, you hear the band and I'm always... There's always a moment, and every night, and it sounds so stupid, but every night there's a moment where I go, holy shit, I'm playing golf. I'm playing music for a living yeah. to these 18,000 people. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's all I've wanted to do since I was four, and this yeah. is what I'm doing. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I don't know if you can say that word on this podcast. If no, I would apologize to all the parents out there <laughs> listening right now. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. I got, I got one more question on your golf game. Okay. So... Give me just an little assessment, driver through putter. Do you work with Matt Killen? I do. Okay, so you work with Matt. I work with Matt. Killen, yes. I know Matt well. Yes. What are you guys working on right now? Any any insight? Like yes. any specific? Uh, my problem. My problem is I come over the top so much because okay. I get so quick, and okay. Matt has me with this great drill that you, if you're out there tomorrow and you're out there the next day, see me warm up. You'll, it's a great drill with, you know, the sticks and everything because I just have a real problem with coming over the top. But mm -hmm. you know, for me, I. I, do, I, I drive usually pretty well. I can get in the, in, I can get in the. Okay. And if I'm hitting my irons, I'm gonna have a great day because I'm hitting greens. I can always putt. Yeah. You know. But What's your miss? My your miss iron? is pulling it left. Pulling it. Okay. Pulling it every all the time. Okay. And if I'm not on the green and I can't putt it, <laughs> if I'm not on the green and I can't putt it, I'm getting double. Yeah. Unless I'm in the sand. Okay. In the sand, I might get par. But if I'm anywhere and I have to chip the ball, I'm like, no, I'm not my doubles, my friend. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to yeah. read between the lines there. Yeah. So the short game. Awful. And Matt, okay. and, dude, and this, and Matt works, we, he works on it all the time. Okay. I mean, we live down the street from each other. So he works on my short game all the time. And I'm telling you, for a week, two weeks, whoa, okay. I'm Phil Mickelson. And then all of a sudden, I'm Bobby Mickelson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. It's gone. I don't know what it is. Right? This game, man, I'll tell you, it's you, you see anything like it ever? No, this game, play no, anything like it? No, and I'm but I've never loved playing a game more than that. Really? Since. And I mean, I loved football. I really thought I wanted, I wanted to play in the NFL and basketball, man. When, when I was good as a little mm. kid, it was nothing like being on that starting five and being able to pull those shots and everything. But man. I, I always say the two things, I started early, but not really. You know, you start playing when you're 14, but you're going out once a month with your best friend's dad to, to the Navy base course. You know, that's not really getting lessons or anything. You're just out there hit, whacking balls around. But I always say that my mom should have told me one of two things. She should have put a little white ball in my hand let me go for it, or she should have told me to drive fast and turn left. And she didn't do either one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't do either one of those things, man. <laughs> oh man, it's it's a it's a frustrating game, and I always say it in teaching size, like I was like, there's a lot of job security in this game because oh, yeah. you know it's the endless pursuit, and as soon as you start tasting a little bit of like improvement too, then then you're, it's it's got you, dude. The worst thing about golf, and I don't know, I I feel that other golf stuff, it feels like you know, Matt, Matt will show me something that like I go out and for a while it works, 
and then I go out the next day. You know, I go, this happened just the other day. I shoot even at, wow. at our course. I go out and I shoot even. I'm Man, I'm hitting the ball. That's awesome. I go out the next day, and I think in my mind, <laughs> I'm doing exactly what I did yesterday and shoot 84. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? Am, where is the problem? I'm yeah. doing exactly what I did yesterday. No, I'm not. Oh, it's it's. Uh, I would say it's a huge bell curve. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a huge bell curve in golf. There yeah. really is. I, I mean, like you, you said it. Like, you're in golf instructor. That that's job security. <laughs> and it's like, I think the better you get at it, like you're a good golfer. Uh, yeah, I would like to think so. No, you are. I mean, if you're a five handicap average handicap in the United States for a male, I think 16. Disclaimer, handicap system is yeah, whack. Whatever that means. <laughs> whatever that means. But trust me, trust me. You're uh, you're playing much better golf than most. And but I and I always think like the better you get, they start seeing that improvement, then they just it's like it becomes even more mental and it becomes the 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 improvement becomes harder. Oh yeah. It's more incremental at that oh, point. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well people always ask me what was like, you know, when when Hootie first started, I was a 22. Yeah. You know, and the, to jump from 22 to 14, yeah. that wasn't, I mean, that's fundamentals, hitting the ball, you know, yeah. get, stop hitting the ball out of bounds and stuff like that. Then you do that jump from 14, you know, to eight, which is, that's a pretty tough jump. Yeah, it is. But when you're doing that eight to five jump, man, tough. that's a, that's tough. Five to three, tough. Five to three, like when, uh, scratch, when you, when, mm -hmm. I, when I actually play with people who are scratch, I go, I, you, I always say you have to play. At some point in your life, like wanted to play professionally because that's a, to get to scratch. Yeah, I couldn't imagine it. Well, then you look at Tiger; he's a plus nine. Yeah, <laughs> imagine being a scratch. Oh, and... he's plus nine. You've been trying to jip me. Talk about you're only gonna give me five. I'm getting fourteen. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness! You're gonna give me five. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting fourteen. I think. Right. I think. I think he was a plus nine. Is I'm pretty I'm sure fourteen. <laughs> Can you imagine showing up scratch and like you know you're a good player scratch? Yeah, and like. I need nine uh, yeah, shots. Yeah, yeah. I need nine. Oh, and we, you need I, more than that too. Usually at a I, tough I, golf course. I, I mean, you're going to need more than that. I played in the club champ, the uh, match play club <laughs> championship at Bulls Bay once, and I, I get there to play my guy, and I show up to play the first round, and my guy is getting thirty three. No. Yeah, no. and goes out and shoots eighty four. No, <laughs> no. You can't do that. He beat me like six and five. You can't, you can't do that. I was so mad. That is not. You can't. I gotta ask you one football All question right. real quick. Gamecocks. Yes, Dolphins are going to the Super Bowl. Oh, my bad. Gamecocks. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Are we what are they going to do? What are they going to do? You know, there's guys out there. Everybody's talking about freezing and everything. Yeah. Uh, you know. All I know is I don't speak for all the Gamecock boosters or whatever. All I know is I'm tired of getting people in being mediocre. When mm -hmm. when when you can see. Mac Brown go to North Carolina and all of a sudden yeah. in two years North Carolina is number five in the country. You know, you see Coastal, mm -hmm. what they're doing at Coastal, you see what they're and yeah, we play in the SEC. I get that. Yeah. We play in the SEC, but to not compete. To to not yeah. to to not even to every year to not even be mentioned is just maybe it's just our the way it's gonna be or what it is, but I gotta I gotta believe that some Spurrier did it. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta believe that some coach can come in here and get us to where we can actually contend. Just like get us in the SEC championship game. Yeah. Just don't get us in. You the, Dolphins fan? Huge Dolphin fan. <laughs> they look good. I, I tell you Bowl. what. They have got the coach. If they have. Speaking of good coaches. Huge Dolphin fan. Book you take it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> coach blows the man. 
Yeah. So we're building a dynasty down there, man. I think they're I think they're a year away. We we're building a dynasty. We got 317 draft picks right now. Yeah. <laughs> you got some you got some real next year. We got half of next year's draft. <laughs> <laughs> so I say you might be a year, two years away. But man, the future looks the great. The future looks so and it's and it's I'll be honest with you. It's the first time since Dan Marino that I look at our future and go, man, are we going in the right direction? It's like I said one night at dinner when one somebody that worked for the Dolphins said, man, you're a great fan. What can we do for you? Win the Super Bowl before I die. Just let me give me 365 days to tell all my friends to suck it. They're on their way. They're on their way. That's all I want. It's fun to watch. Well, I can't thank you enough, uh, Darius. Thank you. Um, Really appreciate coming on the Stripe Show podcast. We're going to play a little golf over the next two days, so maybe I'll take a little peek at that that short game. Please do. Okay. Thanks again. Appreciate it. Let's take a second to talk about the guys and girls over at Encore Golf. Encore has earned a reputation of having the most cutting-edge technology in their golf balls that the industry has seen in quite some time. Their team in Buffalo, New York, is changing the script of golf technology through the perimeter-weighted designs, use of high-density particles, and even a nano-transitional layer in their latest creation, which offers players enhanced accuracy and control for every shot on the course and extreme velocity off the tee. They already have their award-winning Elixir and Avant 55 golf balls, but the new Vero X1 is the highest performance ball to date with their full suit of golf balls. They are transforming the game for players of all skill levels. Visit EncoreGolf.com slash Travis Fulton for more details about their products that are revolutionizing the game. Now back to the Stripe Show podcast. 